0: Good morning, my name is Lauren Calloway, and I am the owner of the Mindful Business Life podcast and RW Business Solutions, a digital marketing firm. Um, Every week, Lindsay and I hop on and give you your weekly dose of motivation, love, and support. Uh, We use the book, Journey to the Heart. (laughs) Um, it's a daily meditation uh, it's daily meditations on the path to freeing your soul um, by Melody did we figure Vieti is that how we Vieti
1: I always say (laughs) (laughs) Vieti (laughs)
0: And uh, she's the author of Codependent No More. And so a lot of people know her for that book. But um, I ran into this book while teaching yoga and um, have just always kind of clung to it. It's a really great gentle reminder. And whenever I pick it up, it always ends up being exactly what I need to hear. So each week we just read from that day. Um, today's a little bit, um, more exciting, I would say just because it is an energy portal day with the two, 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 um, and twos generally also represent like relationships and partnerships. So very interesting day for, for many of us. So uh, Lindsay, you want to go ahead and tell them a little bit about yourself and then we'll let you read the excerpt.
1: Yes, good morning. Happy to to two, two. Uh, my name is Lindsey Warwick of uh, Lindsey Warwick Yoga and Healing. I'm a 500 plus hour yoga instructor as well as a Reiki master and energy worker, energy healer. Um I am just super excited to be here this morning with Lauren discussing Journey to the Heart. Um, I also have a spiritual interview series podcast, uh, The Conduit, so you can find me on Spotify and YouTube as well. All right, so today's Journey to the Heart, February 2nd, Cherish, cherish today's lessons. I'm brokenhearted about my divorce, the man said. I've spent four years searching for a new wife. Trying to recreate my family, trying to jam the pieces of the picture back in place. All I've gotten from my desperate search is more pain and anguish. It's hurt other people. It's hurt me. I'm tired of trying to manipulate other people to meet my own needs, to postpone my own grief. Some of us may be desperately trying to recreate the life we once had, but fear, pain, and desperation won't attract the answer we're seeking. Desperation attracts desperation. Pain attracts pain. And so the downward spiral goes. Yes, loss hurts. Sometimes life hurts too, but loss can't be negotiated. Becoming obsessed with putting the pieces back in place is an understandable reaction, but it won't work. Yesterday cannot be superimposed on today. We need to go one step further. Feel the obsession and then let it go. Feel the desperation, then release that. Come back to the lessons of today. They're different from the lessons of yesterday, but just as valuable. We face many losses along the way. People we love disappear from our lives. We may lose a career, money, or something else we valued. We can lose our dreams too but looking for quick replacements as a way to avoid feeling pain about the loss won't work. And we'll miss the lessons. Before we can go on, we must feel our sadness about what we lost. Losses demand acceptance. Eventually life will send you new people and new dreams. Cherish this time to grow and learn. Cherish what the universe is teaching you now. Whoa. Okay. You know, <laughs> That's all I have to. Say. <laughs> what? So for sure, was
0: hitting on a few of those those uh, Lauren points for me today too. So,
1: oh yeah. boy, yes, it's def. I'm definitely feeling it today. um You know, I didn't. You know, I never pre-read this before we record, which I think it's it's beautiful. Like I, yeah. I try to keep it as raw as possible. Okay. But- And right before we hit record, it's like, I took a look at the first line and I was like, oh my gosh, I literally was just talking to a dear friend of mine. Yes. It's six o'clock in the morning, but like, we talk to each other like early in the morning sometimes. And we were literally just talking about the portal day and moving into a new chapter Specifically, I know I'm moving into a new chapter in my life and it's been a hard, painful process, sort of like uh, what I imagine a Caterpillar goes through maybe for metamorphosis. Um, and it's just so interesting. It's, you know, in the beginning of this reading today, this person is talking about like being upset and kind of in a complaining type of mindset that oh I've I was searching for this new person and all I've gotten is pain and anguish and hurt and etc but I feel that there are never really any coincidences or yeah there are no coincidences in in this lifetime and everything is set up for us and I know you and I have talked about this before Lauren where things have are happening for us and so of course, feeling all the feelings is important, right? It's, it's, it's good to not have toxic positivity, like to, to not stuff it down, but to also try to see within those painful moments, the pain and anguish, the actual lessons that are happening, you know, because everything is is set up based on our souls contract, our soul contracts and, and everything like that. So, um, also want to share that I listened to this amazing, um, transmission the other day by Matt Kahn. And this is somebody who just came into my realm. Right. And I hear that he's been around for a while, spiritual guy. And he talked about soul contracts and relationships. And, um, it just was so enlightening. Like we, you know, we choose these soul contracts before we we come to earth. Right. And it's very interesting and you know we co- we come into those unions to learn but once there is abuse or once there is disrespect the contract is null and void and so we don't have to make excuses to stay in those types of relationships anymore and so i don't know it just is all in alignment like usual like usual it's reading today just like usual you know yeah i
0: uh So for me, like, you know, eventually life will send you new people and new dreams. And I, you know, recently just moved to Charlotte. So I gave up my whole entire life that I built in Myrtle Beach these last seven years. And uh, I moved out here alone. Um, And... I've definitely had some really rough moments where I just miss my friends. Um, I miss the beach. I miss, you know, some of the opportunities I had there. And um, the hardest thing has been like my friends. And part of it's because like I'm, I don't feel as close to a lot of my friends anymore. And because they're not here, I can't hang out with my friends anymore. And so it's been one of those places where you know, you're trying to get out and you're trying to meet people and it's, you know, that new friend stage. So, you know, some people are kind of flaky and some people aren't, and some people, you know, really genuinely want to hang out and some people don't. And so I, I find that I'm, I'm really starting to get comfortable with having nothing again in my life. Um, I've had to be like that too many times over. And I thought I was like, kind of dealt with that, but Uh, I definitely see that um, sometimes things, everything gets taken away from you, not to hurt you, um, but to make you stronger for what's to come. And I see that um, because I have struggled, you know, with wanting to be like, have friends out here and I'm slowly making acquaintances and stuff. Um, But I'm also seeing that I kind of need to have nothing so I can focus on what I'm building. Um, and so it's really, uh, I'm definitely feeling that whole, like eventually life will send you new people. And I've got a few girlfriends now that, you know, I can call up and I'm like, okay, coffee date. And they're like, yes. And then, you know, I sent out like a mass text about going to this bonsai tree planning thing on Friday at plant house. And I have a few people coming. And so, um, just the reminder that, you know, it will come. In, in its divine timing, when it's meant to be, when you're ready for it, um, when you've done the work or you know as you're meant to level up, it will all come. So definitely a big lesson for me um, uh, for that too. And I think another thing was like, you know I'm always looking for clarity. And I was watching this movie last night and I had been praying on it. I'm like, I need more clarity in my life. I need more clarity in my life. And last night watching this movie, it was like, it literally said clarity sometimes comes when you wait. And I was like, oh, this is why I watched this movie. (laughs) But in with today, like going with today's lesson, it's like, just be patient. Stop wanting what you had and stop wanting what you think you should have, you know, and just be it present and engaged with today and in the future that clarity will come for you so that was even this morning I was like getting in the shower and I was just like what did that movie tell you about clarity last night you know and you know I got my answer and stuff so trying to remember just to cherish what I do have, cherish the fact that I I'm enjoying this quality time by myself. You know, I have a a whole house to myself. I have peace to myself. My life is very go, go, go. And so cherish, I need to be more grateful again, um, about just having silence, having places to pause that are safe and secure. And so, um, I definitely really love that today. Um, yeah, I can't try to recreate the life that I had in Myrtle. Something different is going to be here in Charlotte. And I'm, I'm seeing that. So I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yeah. I think that sometimes we can get stuck in the mindset of, you know, this says like becoming obsessed with putting it back together or like recreating it. Um, because, you know, we think, oh, I'll never find that type of person again. I'll never find that type of connection again. I'll never find that type of business setup that I had, you know, like for example, you living in Myrtle beach um, and realizing that no, you won't, but you're going to attract into your life what at whatever level you're at I literally just talked to my friend about this before we started recording which is amazing so it's like you know this is talking right here law of attraction desperation attracts desperation pain attracts pain and so it continues to go um but you could take these experiences and I like I wrote an article years ago and I called it pain is the alchemy of the human spirit. And it's so true, but it's your free will to choose that. So it's like you can choose to take the pain and turn it into something different and level yourself up to then attract completely different circumstances into your life. Or you can stay in the pain and continue to attract those continual experiences it'll be different meat sacks that show up different people, same type of lessons until you're finally ready to release that lesson and then elevate to the next level. So it's, you know, it's, I love that this is our, this is having aspects of the law of attraction and like another part of the law of attraction to me is that you, you can't really think you're, I guess you can, the law of attraction says that you thoughts are things, but I also believe in like the inner frequency work and the vibration work. It's like, you can think as positive as you want, but if you're not aligning your inner being and your vibration with what you really want, then you're going to just keep attracting like what's happening inside. That makes sense. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but the thing is it, it,
0: you have to be willing to give it time. You have to give it time to.
1: Absolutely.
0: No, there's no such thing as, okay, I've decided and it is sometimes it's I've decided and it will be give it time. And so, but it takes that the moment of going, I need better, I deserve better, or I want something different and kind of having that conscious decision or subconscious consciously deciding and allowing the subconscious to start picking up on that conscious decision and so it's that work of you know sitting with it imagining speaking it writing it down doing the energetic work doing the physical work to move it um, there's a lot of layers, but hundred percent agree with everything you just said on that, you know? And the thing is like with the law of attraction, it, it, it's real. I mean, we see it when I know when I think about things and they pop up, there's a reason, you know, there's uh it's not just magic, you know, it's meant for me. And so I think ultimately it's a little bit of law of attraction, but also like destiny and fate. And so you almost have like, you know, multiple avenues you can go down that are already like preset and predestined for you. And so it's like up to you to like get it together and learn the lessons and move through it. Otherwise, like you said, I talked to Jenny Miller about this a lot, you know, the spiral, you know, and how we're spiraling. We're walking up a staircase all the time and then we get a hit a plateau and then that's a new level and a new lesson. And then we get stuck on that plateau sometimes until we learn the lesson. And then we move back up the spiral steps until we hit our next plateau and our next lesson. And so just willing to like evolve, you have to be willing to evolve and be teachable and not stubborn and learn your lessons, So that way you can let go of like the repetitious state because that's where so many of us get caught is like you said same meat sack just a really the same person maybe a little different
1: different. same same energy different meat sack
0: right it's just
1: like it's like a yeah it's like a movie scene if you think about it take two take two like we're just going to keep doing this until you're ready to be done with it and like And even though sometimes like, you know, things are supposed to end, it's still sad. Like it's still like brings all these emotions up, even if it's like for the best, for everybody's highest good, it's, it's still sad because it's, it's different. And, and, and in a way, I think this line right here is really powerful. Loss can't be negotiated. Mm -hmm. I think that's really like, powerful and then yesterday cannot be superimposed on today we need to go one step further and that is the i that's the that's going to bring in that whole concept of free will which matt Kahn talks about free will and being sovereign beings a lot and you have the choice to take us to to change to shift to use these experiences and turn them into soul gold essentially um, And then of course this talks about feel it and then let it go, feel it and then release it. And I love that because there's a lot of toxic positivity culture, like, Oh, like just be happy, just be positive and don't, and like, Oh, act as if, and like, yes, there's a time and a place for that, but I'm a big proponent. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big proponent of of feeling your feelings, but then also releasing. Um, And and then this brings to this idea of cherish today's lessons. Once you can release the past, you're living in the present moment, which is really all we have, right? Yeah. Nothing that happened before is real right now. And nothing that's coming is real right now. What's real right now? Like sometimes when I'm in, right? Like sometimes when I'm in really deep feelings, I'm like, I do like the five senses check-in. I'm like, okay, I touch, I can touch something. I smell something. I see something, I hear, like it's dropping right into the present moment. Like just feeling your feet on the ground and like being being in today.
0: Yeah, I definitely know. And we've talked about this, like uh, just feeling suck, feeling sucks. Most of the time. Right. Especially when they're not happy. You know, let's be honest. They suck. Nobody wants to feel bad. (laughs) Nobody wants to feel bad. But when you're like big lesson for me this year is I finally was willing to like open up my heart completely. And um, I haven't done that in a really long time. I a couple of years ago, I like opened my heart up to collaboration and working with uh, other women a lot more and just like being more embedded in my community. So I really opened my heart up um, to that. And then this year, I was like, I'm really gonna open myself up. I met someone that had helped me open myself up and realizing how long I had spent trying to avoid emotions. And I never. I'm like a lot of people. I can I can handle things that most people don't handle. Most people, you know, they turn their emotions off and they get really destructive. Um, but me, I never got destructive. I never became like really harming towards people or myself. It just was like, okay, I I acknowledged that I feel like this, but I'm not going into the feeling of it. And so um, I've always been able to acknowledge where I'm at, but not dive too deep. And this year I spent a lot of time, especially after doing ayahuasca, um, that was my whole goal. My ayahuasca trip was to kind of open my heart up. And I really have, um, I, I've allowed myself to feel in ways I haven't felt in a long time. And I'm just like, just let get into it and let it go you know, and I realized how, that I felt so much better when I experienced these feelings. I mean, I felt good when I was cutting them off, but I felt a lot better once I like cried, had it out and then came back too. And so definitely never hide from your emotions, you know, don't be scared to feel. If you feel like you got to go punch something, go to the go to the gym, you know, don't feel like, you know, you have to just sit and cry. Like movement is medicine. And so when you're going through things or feeling things that are uncomfortable, move the body, you know, move mm-hmm. the mind, you know, do something to help stimulate your mind, body and spirit and your heart. And so I definitely encourage you to feel into the uncomfortable situations. I was turning into like a robot. That's kind of like where I was going. Like I would, people would like, I had no empathy or I did for some things, but not for everything. Um, And so this year was really cool kind of breaking out of that. I feel into a lot more now. I, my gifts have always been picking up every year they pick up you know I get stronger with sight or senses and stuff but um definitely been fun to play with this year as I've opened my heart up uh, or last year excuse me since I opened my heart up even more
1: it's 2022 I know literally like I forgot it was 2022 like I put 21
0: on everything still I,
1: I was like Oh, it's 2022. Like I moved to Myrtle Beach almost 2 years ago now. It's wild to think <sighs> about that.
0: Yeah, I um 7 years. I moved at my 7 years in Myrtle. Like literally moved <laughs> 2 day like a week after I moved to Myrtle. I moved to Charlotte technically. Like it's crazy.
1: I need to come visit you. Okay? I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to.
0: You should. I, I started Oh, I was about to get off topic real quick, but I've started bumping into Myrtle Beach people at bars here
1: that I know, and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> That's so funny. I love it. Um, but yeah, I um I love that you share so openly about your journey with like opening your heart. It's it's really beautiful. So for me, I'm like I was on the opposite end of the spectrum. I think I was more like feeling so much of everything and sharing so much of myself wearing my heart on my sleeve and last year for me was about unconditional love learning that in a very challenging manner of course typical lindsay's lifestyle like let's do it the hardest way possible and the most painful but now for me it's about feeling my feelings and then having boundaries so boundaries with other people boundaries with myself and so it's been more manageable for me in that way so it's uh it's interesting but I'm definitely um, an empath and I and I feel everything and I can see everyone's highest good and I get in trouble for that sometimes. So having the boundaries and listening to the inner voice, even if it's like, well, that kind of sucks. It's like knowing when you need to get out of a certain space or situation and just having acceptance in that moment. But, um, you know, this is talking also about okay, we're going to lose these things, but looking for the quick replacement to avoid the pain won't work. So to me, that's like escapism in any fashion. So that's like, you know, drinking a lot or whatever you do to cover up your pain or jumping from relationship to relationship instead of actually like sitting and being present with yourself. Like you did say like, sit with it, like sit with yourself. Um, Because it is important because if we don't, then we're not integrating anything that our soul was trying to learn from that lesson. We'll miss the lesson. Um, And, you know, this says before we can go on, we must feel the sadness about what we lost. Losses demand acceptance. There it is right there. And I think for me, that's the hardest thing with loss is like, you know, finding that acceptance. It definitely takes me prayer and meditation to find that level acceptance but then once I do find the acceptance it's like peace comes like acceptance brings peace even if it sucks like even if you're like well that really sucks once you have full acceptance of it then you can move forward like I feel like acceptance and forgiveness are like the most and unconditional love are the most magical things also compassion so like the other night I my, my best friend, um, in New Jersey, she learned this new healing technique and, um, it's called the prayerful intention. And it it was so beautiful. And I prayed for a couple things and I've felt them come through, but the, the biggest thing that's come through for me, since that was this level of compassion, that's just come over me and it's compassion with boundaries. It's compassion like that anger has transformed into compassion, but, you know, I'm still going to hold the boundary, hold the line for myself. So compassion and acceptance definitely make things more manageable, at least make my situations and feelings more manageable.
0: And I think it's important to remember that, you know, just because we forgive doesn't necessarily mean we forget, doesn't necessarily mean like the pain just goes away, you know, right. That second, it's still going to be like a little bit of a timely process of letting yourself heal. And so again, just feel into it and just keep forgiving. You know, I, uh, I've been through a lot of crazy things in my life and a lot of people, when they hear some of my stories, they're like, bro, (laughs) <laughs> They're like, how do you like forgive? How how are you so normal? Or how are you? So, you know, like, and I'm like, the past is the past. I don't even think about these things anymore. They're not even a thought. No matter what I've been through. I, at 15, I almost died. I was almost strangled to death by my father. Um, tried to do it again when I was 18 like that's like one of the biggest things for me i was homeless a few times like right after i graduated high school so like a lot of people um you know they're like how do you just like how do you just like forgive your family for doing like these crazy things and it's like who cares it it happened it came it went i'm still alive (laughs) i'm still alive Um, and so it's like what's the point of sulking in the past you know, when yeah. present in the future. And so I think for me, like a lot of people still think about the past and so
1: keeps them in their cycles in the, of
0: pain. Right. And me, I don't think about the past unless like, I need to like bring it up for like things like this or someone's going through something. I'm giving a perspective piece as a life coach, but ultimately I don't, Think about my past. I barely think about my childhood. I barely think about my teens. I barely think about what happened last week. Luckily, I write my whole life down in my daily to dos because I'm so busy. Otherwise, I wouldn't know who Lauren was last week. Uh, So I'm, I'm very conscious and and very present. Every day. Um, Of course, there are always things that pop up that might pull me back. But ultimately, I'm never one of those type of people that like really think about my past or my history. And so really learning to just kind of forget. Like, forget that shit, because it doesn't matter anymore. The only thing that matters is that you learned a lesson from it. And that's, like you said, Lindsay, like having compassion, learning to have compassion for yourself and for others, learning to forgive yourself and forgive others. But fucking forget about it, because, like, it doesn't, it's not serving you in the present. It really isn't, if you're always remembering the past. I think another one that really popped out for me was, um, I'm tired of trying to manipulate other people to meet my own needs, to postpone my own grief. I, I guess maybe not to postpone your own grief, but trying to manipulate people to meet my own needs. I, with my current relationship that I have, this is kind of one of the most oddly respectful relationships I've ever had where we're both really honest about where we are mentally, emotionally and sometimes that means we're like on a break from each other and um and then we come back and you know old most people would be like oh they're doing something I don't like or I'm not comfortable with so I'm just going to like let them go but what I'm seeing is that I'm learning to respect people 100% where they're at. I'm respecting my partner where he's at. And if it's, oh, I need a break because I'm not healthy right now, then I, I give him that break and I try not to be overbearing. And so I'm not trying to impose my needs on on him when he's not in a good place. And I think it's important for us to remember that even though we may want something it's not always up for other people to give us what we want and sometimes it's up for it's up to us to give us what we want and need and so if i feel like i need more attention but he's you know in a place where he needs to take a step back then i need to be who gives me more attention right i need to be that that fill and so i think big lesson for me is really respecting like the partnerships and where we're at, you know, and leaving the expectations or the wants and needs sometimes at the door. Um, Like I said, my partner and I like very close. And when we're both in a good, healthy mindset, we're very much what we need. But if one of us is off, we also take a moment to respect that and like give each other the space that we need. And that's a concept that a lot of relationships don't have these days. And I think it's a valuable one to uh, keep in mind is you know respecting people and be- making sure that we're not reliant on other people to always satisfy the needs. And we're not manipulating people into being what we want if they're not meant for us as well. And uh, yeah, so that was a really good one for me.
1: I think that's great. And I mean, I believe that, it all starts with you and your relationship with yourself. So like, you can't really expect somebody else to fulfill any of your needs. Like you have to fulfill your own needs. And then that person to me, what I've learned so far, I'm 34 now is that that person is supposed to complement your life. But I learned a lot in my last relationship as well um, about who I am as a person and what I need. And like, Yeah. I think that what you described sounds really healthy, like knowing where your partner is at and where they're coming from. And like, if they're in a painful place or if they're in an angry space or if they have emotions, just letting them have their feelings and not trying to take out of them, like allowing them to just have their own experience also, I learned the value of of space and how much I need that as a being. Like, I need my own personal space to thrive and be happy. And yeah, there's a lot that I learned. There's always so much to learn. You know, there are lessons everywhere. I see them in everything. Yeah, I really. But do. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the respect part that you talked about is is so important. Well, it's common- and that's not just all that's all relationships too. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, and it's learning to compromise, you know, what are you willing to compromise on what, you know, it's not even necessarily like you're putting your needs aside. It, it's like, are you being greedy? You know, are you being needy? You know, are you not being fed because, you know, you're feeling, because your feelings, is it really that you're not being fed wholeheartedly or is it just like you're being a little extra right now? Right. And so, you know, compromise is a big word these days that I'm really getting comfortable with. Like, what can I sometimes let loose of a little bit more? So that way the people around me can, can live happily, but also have me still in their lives. If that makes sense. It's like, like I was just saying, like, ultimately, like, my partner and I, like we have these moments where we have to take breaks and it's not because either one of us has done anything wrong. It's just the fact that we're right now, one of us needs some space mentally or emotionally to feel into whatever life is giving them. And it's really taught me the value of not always feeling like they don't care about me or, you know, being selfish. They're being selfish. No, they're, they're doing what's good for them. And I need to respect that. I need to love them enough to let them do that. And um, so that manipulation piece, so many people are manipulated by others, um, who, you know, big on the narcissistic stuff. You know, a lot of us have been in those relationships. And so there's a lot of that still out there. A lot of people are in this age of waking up and seeing who they are and trying to be mindful and trying to be healthy. But there are still a lot of people who are toxic out there. And so there are still a lot of manipulators and really knowing the difference between someone who's trying to manipulate you and then someone who is just doing what's good for them because it's, it's genuinely healthy and good for them. So that's a big, I, that was a really big one for me. I really love that big year. on learning to respect partnerships and people just like where, where meeting people where they're at. I say that with people, especially because I'm a business consultant and I coach a lot of people and, you know, people one day will be like, all right, we're going to, we're going to meet up tomorrow and have our meeting. And then they're like, they'll come to me and be like, are you going to be upset that I like, can't come to this meeting? I'm not feeling it. And I'm like, no, I'm here to meet you where you're at. And if that means moving a meeting, if it means changing the whole course of what we're doing, um, it's very important to be more flexible with people in our daily lives and then to be present, you know, each and every day. And so
1: that I think it's so interesting how like you and I are like in different spots where yours is like becoming more adaptive and more flexible. And for me, it's also, yeah, sure. Meeting them acknowledging where they're at and sometimes leaving them where they're at so for me it's been like more about like it's just been more about boundaries for me you know because yeah I know I just think it's interesting that we're in different like phases which is like it's beautiful that's like what what life is and like cherishing all of it like cherishing where we're at you know and life is gonna send you all these new things um you know cherishing the time to grow and learn and and cherishing what the universe is teaching you like right now which I just like was acknowledging it's just interesting how like I'm acknowledging that lesson and you're acknowledging what's happening in your reality it's like it's so amazing it is I think you know, this whole conscious movement
0: or conscious mind movement, you know, this evolution of the human beings right now and our willingness to expand into these, these limitless possibilities and beings that we are. Uh, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing to see the evolution of where we were and how we're not complacent, and compliant. But yet yeah, we're mindful and respectful, you know, of the traditions, um, but also breaking those molds and 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 being something we've been told we're not. Um, it's been really cool. And I think if we keep on going, who knows what who knows what the world's going to be like here in the next, you know, 10, 15 years. Um, but it's so important that more and more people wake up to the light within them you know, and wake up to the mindfulness and the realizing that doing the work and getting through the struggles is like the only way to go to start seeing success and start seeing true happiness and true love. And that, you know, you really get through that by learning and cherishing today's lesson. So I really love that.
1: And I think, you know, what you were sharing too is to me, is real, is love, is how to love somebody. It's accepting them, acknowledging them, respecting them. And Matt Kahn talks about love is spacious. Love gives space. Obsession is a masquerade of love. It's so like what you were talking about is totally in alignment with all the things that I've been like, you know, meditating about. It's love is spacious. And love like thinks of space as a beautiful gift like it's a beautiful gift or also the ability to tell your partner like I need space it is beautiful because that means your partner is so comfortable and open and a clear communicator that they are sharing their needs with you, which is like really beautiful because and it's hard for people to get real and um, amazing so,
0: you know yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So oh. it's like <laughs> yeah, it's like really um, Weaselous. I don't know, I just am learning so much about you know what I'm what I'm going to accept in my next relationship and what I will not accept in my next relationship. And it's just, it's so, it's so amazing, you know, and I'm grateful for all the previous relationships, even the really difficult ones, the difficult ones taught me so much and love, they elevated me. And that's what Matt Kahn talks about too. It's like, thank you for elevating me. Like, bye, like namaste on my way. Like, thank you for elevating me. And so that's really you know, that's my lesson right now on this two, 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 two portal. And I'm wearing, you know, my star Wars and baby Yoda, like to celebrate like the portal. And, and then I love,
0: you know,
1: <laughs> yeah. it's, all I... happening. It's, all... it's all happening, you know, and I love starting my day like this with you and, you know, hopefully people got something out of this message today. Uh, definitely feel very powerful energy this morning and I'm loving this journey. I am loving this journey. This book is amazing. I, you yeah. know, I do, I've been reading it every day. And it's, and it's amazing. So yeah. Yeah, guys. So we are, uh, I'm Lauren <laughs>
0: and I'm Lindsay <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're just here to give you your midweek motivation and, support and love and, and perspective. And, you know, what we talk about is our own personal experiences, our own personal teachings that we've, we've been taught or things that we've learned over the course of time. And so always remember, take what resonates with you, leave what doesn't, you know, we all have different views. We're all on different levels. So sometimes what You know, one person may say may resonate with you, sometimes it might not, but ultimately the seeds have been planted and we're here to um, just continue to see you grow as listeners, um, but also how Lindsay and I grow as leaders and we're really grateful for the opportunity to drop in with you every week. And just give you this moment and give ourselves this moment as well. And uh, so remember, you can catch Lindsay on Spotify and YouTube, The Conduit. She has an awesome Top Tuesday. What is it?
1: (laughs) Top Tuesday. Top is Sanskrit for truth, essentially. So it's a spiritual interview series. And so far, it's been really lit. I like it. It's fun. I've been
0: uh, tuning in and I really love the conversation just uh, when I listened to your recent one. Um uh, really interested in a little bit more. I did like um, oh, I did my thing and I'm a uh, white and an electric. I went over. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So um, anyway, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But, uh, you know, I'm Lauren. I'm hopefully your future president. I am a yoga instructor who uses yoga for business coaching. Um, and I own a uh, digital marketing firm called roadwave Business Solutions, RW Business Solutions. And um, I do a business podcast, a mindful business podcast on Monday. So I just posted a new one Uh, This past week, and it's about the five things you should surround yourself with and why networking is important. So you can tap into that on Spotify, the mindful business life. And so yeah, guys take, take today's lessons, cherish them, uh, integrate them, embody them, teach them. Show, show other people what you've learned. You are a gift to the world. You just have to be willing to show up and express yourself and, and the right people will come. So we totally appreciate you and we hope you have a fabulous day. Namaste. Thank you all.